Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We are live. John Dickinson and Matt Steinmetz and the Warriors are NBA champions, Steiny. I'm still in Boston, heading back to the Bay a little bit later in the afternoon you're getting ready for your show with goo and man four times in eight years for the warriors nba champions there's two notes that i think just sort of fan off everything we need to talk about this morning and it's the warriors stretch now teams that have won four in eight years the 90s bulls the 80s lakers the the 60s celtics and the 50s minneapolis lakers all dynasties, all among the, the most dominant teams of, of all time. And then the other note uh, was, was Stephen Curry, the fourth uh, NBA championship to go with the two regular season MVPs, seventh player to win at least four championships and two regular season MVPs. And now he's got the finals MVPs, but the names on the list. Give it to me. Enters the, this category now with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and Bill Russell. So the Warriors are in a new pantheon than they were even before, and Steph Curry is now in a new a new pantheon than he was even before, and he was already pretty great. Yeah, I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I mean, this is uh, – I mean, we – we watch, uh, we watch greatness. We're watching greatness. And I guess I can't use the past tense at this point because they're going to be defending champions all next year. Um, it's, it's just, uh, it's just an amazing story really. And you know, the idea that three years ago they lose to Toronto, Durant gets hurt. They lose him. Clay gets hurt. Wouldn't play for 30 months. Um, and for them to come, I, I just I didn't think they could do it. I I thought it wasn't so much that they were old, but age was definitely something that I, I you know I thought was going to hinder them. And um, but they what they proved is to me is they had a lot. Like what it proved to me is when they were really good, they were they were a lot better than everybody else. You know what I mean? Because to me, I'm not, I'm, you know, all those guys have, you know, slipped a notch. I'm talking about Steph, Draymond, and Clay, and they still want it. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a credit to those three guys. It's a credit to the team Myers and Lake have put around them. I mean, so much had to go right. And some of it was a, you know, probably good fortune, but they just, Every move they've made essentially has worked. You know what I mean? Well, and it's just incredible when you think of, I mean, two years ago, 
And we were talking about this last night on the postgame show, but two years ago, basically right around now, they were among eight teams that were, or was it six teams, that were uninvited to the bubble because they were the wor- not only the worst team in the NBA, but there was the debate as to, all right, who's going to the bubble and how are we going to finish the race? They were the only team at the end of the pandemic-shortened season on, in March that had been mathematically eliminated. And the NBA, I mean, so so they were the worst team in the league two years ago right now, and they're right back on top of the mountain as as NBA champions. And, you know, I, I think Steph gets his flowers. Clay comes back and, and plays less than half a season, and it's enough. Draymond was on one last night and really found his game after Steve Kerr benched him in, in game four in this series. And there's so many different – angles to just the the championship DNA that I really think came out in this series specifically and even last night they get down 14 to 2 and it's like no panic just just keep playing start defending hit a couple of threes and then boom 35-8 and the game's over 21 nothing yeah. 35-8 the game's over and the season's over in a blink I mean how many times have we seen that group lead a run like that but I think when you go back to Steiny, how did they get here from where they were two years ago? There are two players that that I think are I don't want to, not the most responsible because Steph Curry still the system and the franchise and Steph and, and Draymond and Clay are, are are who they are as well. But Andrew Wiggins becoming an All Star player, and not only an All Star player, and forget about the starter stuff, but he became a championship player. I mean, no doubt. 16-game thing. Like, he was going at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and defending them and hitting big shots and not afraid. Like, everything everybody ever said about Andrew Wiggins, he completely negated with the way that he played this season, but, but even more so the way he played in the playoffs and even more so how he played in this final series. So he almost leveled up twice over what anybody thought he could be and then I think the other guy's Jordan Poole. Like, how do you offset the loss of Kevin Durant and and maintain that championship level? He's probably two levels better than anybody could have expected he would be a year and a half ago. Then you got Steph and Clay and Draymond, and it becomes just this mix that ultimately could not be defeated. Yeah, and, you know, as you were talking and running through that, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot that's being made of, well, everybody counted the Warriors out. Well, no kidding. Absolutely, they were counted out. And you kind of detailed it two years ago. They were 15 and 50, all right? Steph was in the process of missing the whole season, virtually, with an injury. Clay was going to be gone for that season. Draymond Green essentially said, I, I, I'm not playing if there are no stakes, he, he checks out. This ain't yeah, for me guys. He, he checks out mentally. Um, they, we have no Jordan pool at this point. Looks like he's not going to be any factor in the NBA. Uh, not that it mattered, but Wiseman, nobody even knew who he was at that point. They just knew the Warriors were going to have a good pick. And Andrew Wiggins was maligned for most of his career. And the, you you couldn't 
have looked at that team and said, well, look, when everybody comes back, they're going to they're gonna be able to win a championship again. Well, what do you mean when everybody comes back? Your, your, your best player, Steph Curry, is, is going to miss the year and, uh, you know, is getting up there. We didn't even know at that time that Steph, uh, that Clay Thompson would have a setback, yeah. right? I mean, right. so well, a second major injury, exactly. I mean, so, so <laughs> you know that happens over time, and then Draymond is, you know, Draymond has become a little less consistent. It's it. It wasn't a, a far fetched hot take that this team was in trouble. It it just wasn't, and. You know, very rarely do three guys come back like the Golden State Warriors had come back. And even though they didn't reach the level they were at, they were all at about 80 to 90% of what they were. And then in that two-year period, just guys started to emerge. And I think there was, you know, it's like I'm looking around the league and it's like, huh, there's nobody in in the league that is dominant. And I start, you know, and you start thinking, well, they actually could beat there's there's no team that they can't beat in a series and you know just kind of grew from there from the start of this year i thought no it re- really did and i think you look at at just this series i think the the championship pedigree was in full display in this series whether it's i mean steph curry taking control in game 4 i i think even steve kerr having the the wherewithal or the guts, if you will, to, to sit Draymond Green out of some big minutes in a pivotal game. I mean, you're eight minutes to go in Boston, hostile crowd. You're down seven, all right, and about to maybe be down 3-1 in the finals facing an elimination game back in Boston, and Steph's in the midst of taking it over. Clay Thompson's in the midst of finding his defense, I think, in addition to, to knocking down some big shots. But then you got Steve Kerr willing to take Draymond Green out and be like, hey, chill for a minute. I'm going to get you back in, calm the, calm the bleep down, and let's, let's see if we can, we can win this. And it works. And not only does it work on that night where Kevon Looney stabilized the Warriors in those moments. And by the way, wasn't the first time Kevon Looney stabilized the Warriors in moments where Draymond Green didn't have it. You could make a case game one in Memphis was a very early pivot point for the Warriors playoff run because they don't win that game after Draymond gets ejected. Maybe they're down 0-2 to Memphis. Right. And and then it's trouble at that point. But for Steve Kerr to have the guts to do that and not only have it work for that game, but then for Draymond to find his game in game five and just be the, the quintessential Draymond in game six last night, knocking down threes, making defensive stops. I mean, I think for, for all of the platitudes that are well-deserved for Steph Clay and, and Draymond, I mean, Steve Kerr is a part of it. Like this is Popovich and, and Duncan and Ginobili and, and Parker. This is Phil Jackson, right. Jordan and Scottie Pippen. And, and all of those guys, this is Riley and Magic and Kareem and Worthy. We're, we're witnessing something really, really special and and unique in NBA history. Absolutely. And and now, I mean, you know, not to jump off, but, you know, I, I think I think a lot of people, myself included, you know, a year ago or, you know, a year ago or, uh, you know, two years ago saying, you know, this thing's. This thing looks like it's pretty much over. 
And now it's like they they not only prove most people wrong and come back and win it this year. Well, now it's like, well, now what are they going to do? You know what I mean? I mean, well, and, I, and it's that's a lot that's, easier to do that now. I'll let you finish, right. but I, I think it's a lot easier to have that plan now. Sure. I mean, what, what I'm saying is, uh, and we can have the details of the conversation another day, but it's like, well, nobody thought they'd get back here. Now they're back here. They just won the title. It's like, well, c- could they run off a couple? You know, and and I'm sitting here thinking, nah, probably not. Well, <laughs> you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know what I mean? I'm, you can't say that anymore. You just, no. I don't know what's going to happen. They they could win it next year. Um, and then we're 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 adding to what is already an elevated franchise in terms of the history of the game, in terms of runs. You know, stretch runs of success. You know, you mentioned what the four four of these, and they have one, and like they may add on to it. Right. It's it's unbelievable. No, it's yeah, it's four, and it's it, it's you know the Lakers had five and nine. They went back to back at the at the back end to get them to to five and nine. The Bulls had the the six mm. and eight with the two year gap where Jordan was playing baseball, and then he came back toward the end of of that second season that. That he sat out. I think we got to talk also about Joe Lacob in this, uh, and you know checkbook wins and and all of that. And and that's that's one that I've kind of bristled at a little bit, and and I know many have. And and not not who said it or why they said it. I don't I don't care about that because I think that's been a little misconstrued by a few. Uh, but to me, the point is Joe Lacob number one gets just undeniable credit for putting up the money to be able to stay at the table of contending for championships because he he's paid the freight in terms of luxury tax really two years where the Warriors had no shot at winning right. a title for the opportunity to have right. a shot to run it back this year and maybe on into the future. So to me, I mean, what owner in professional sports, you know, what fan doesn't want their owner to, to, to have it, It'll be like that, where exactly. you're willing to spend your own money and the organization's money to just keep having a seat at the table to have a shot. I mean, if he taps out the way a lot of owners would, and I think you could make the case maybe every single owner in the league would in the circumstances the Warriors were, were in, we're not we're talking about a team that was probably eliminated a month and a half ago. No doubt. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of their, their ownership group. You know, everybody knows, so it's Joe Lacob, but, but then there's a bunch of people with a bunch of money. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Joe Lacob owns, you know, has 90% of the money that the franchise uh, has. So I'm envisioning Joe Lacob talking to, you know, whatever that group is, a dozen people of big boy. And they've had the success. And now they're like, they see a five and 50 year. And now the next year, and, you know, even something like, even somebody like Kelly Oubre, you know, he sells. He, he, he must have been able to sell a, a group of people. Let's go sign Kelly Oubre, even though it's going to cost us $65 million. And I'm thinking, you know, and, and look, he probably wishes he hadn't. That one didn't work out, but it was relatively low stakes. But, but my point is, is like he had a sell that this could happen again. Right. And if I'm sitting in that group, and you know, look, I have mo- you have money, but you you see how much money you're spending, and you know, at some point, at some point, we're going to have to tighten it a little. Like you know that. So I'm at that. Po- I'm if I'm sitting there thinking, well, maybe this is the point to tighten it. You know what? Let's let's just let's just let Kevin go. Let's just let Kevin Durant go. Let's not make a move and actually bring in a guy who wasn't going to get the max. Or whatever right. he got, but we can max him from the he, Nets because they had already signed that. Kyrie Irving, and the Warriors end up over. He was D'Angelo Russell was not going to get a hundred plus million, like that was, and the Warriors, no. the, but the Warriors signed him to that contract to get a player back for Kevin Durant, and 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 a pick. Uh, Wait, was that the pick? Or no, no, they, 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 they right. got Russell knowing right. he didn't fit. Exactly. Clay Thompson was out for the season. Yes. And, and look, nobody wanted to say it at the time, although I think everybody knew it at the time. And we talked about it. I mean, we did shows on it. It was, do you want to have Durant go for nothing? Right. Over the cap without right. Clay Thompson? Like, how are you even right. going to be a playoff team at that point? Now, it turned right. out they weren't because Steph missed basically the whole year in right. addition to Clay. But the it was, do you want an asset that you can potentially use to trade for another big money player down the line? And so they basically yep. used 
they they paid D'Angelo Russell a lot more than he would have got, so it was a good deal for him. And they wound up being able to use him to get a player that that they felt could be a fit, whoever that player was going to be down the line. And it turns out it winds up being Andrew Wiggins. And really it worked out for everybody because I think Russell wanted to go play with Towns right. in Minnesota anyway, but they didn't have the money. So he was rerouted that way. He got his money. He got to play in Minnesota. They had a decent season. And Wiggins got the heck out of there. And this goes back a couple of years and has an opportunity to, to change his career with the Warriors. But the thing is, we didn't really know completely what that was even going to look like because no. so much of it was contingent on him playing with Steph and Clay and Draymond. And now we see with him able to play with Steph and Clay and Draymond in the biggest games, how effective he can be. Yeah, and and you know the other thing that came out kind of this off season, I, I, maybe you you knew it, like, and I, you know, the next time I I see Bob or talk to Bob Myers, I'm just gonna pit, really pick his brain about it. Is the you know it's like he and Kevin Durant worked out a deal for a sign and trade. Yeah, like that did not have to happen. No, and it and it, if it's if you if you think no, about the Kevin Durant acrimony mm-hmm. at the end of his warrior tenure, like he, he, he didn't have to try to help the warriors. He could have just left. And the fact that that happened to me is a really interesting tidbit of this story that I, I want to find out more about at some point. No question. And it, because if it was as acrimonious as it was reported to be, I mean, I don't know about you, but I guarantee you, if, if I had a bad taste in my mouth for leaving someplace and they asked me to help them out on the way out the door, I, I've been two or three places in my career where I would have said, hell no, you guys right, can exactly. Rot. You can rot for the next decade. Good luck without me. Kevin Durant didn't do that. Right. And, and it's a credit to him in a sense, but it's also, I think, a credit to you know, Bob Myers maybe just being a no good doubt. guy. That, that for all of the – maybe Durant wasn't feeling Kerr. I think he he did have the utmost respect for Steph. Obviously, there were issues with Draymond here and there, but I think those two have found a, a common ground in the, in the time since and a, and a respect level. But there was there's something – I don't want to call it the culture necessarily, but there's just something to Bob Myers being genuine. No doubt. It resonated, I think, with Kevin Durant in a moment where Kevin Durant – probably had people in his ear saying, you know what? Stick it to those guys. Right. Right. And you know, that's a great point about Bob. And that's also, uh, even though it's been a decade now, like he was an agent. Sure. And if he was the same kind of a, well, he, if he was the same kind of agent as he is general manager and president of basketball operations, that means he was very well liked and that the agent community uh, thought he was a good guy, really good guy, and he got good clients, and and so like it 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 really is a, a testament to it. Almost has nothing to do with the job, but something came along where just being a good guy, being a a, a great person, right, treating people the right way, kind of came back on you know, and 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 he got something out of it just because he was himself and that, you know, that's, that's pretty incredible. And this is kind of what I mean, like with, there's just so much that fell into place and I, and I'm I'm not, it's not luck. I mean, 
but it's just you start looking at these little things that happened that ended up being huge and you just can never envision at the time how it's going to manifest itself to get here where they are now that's what that's what's going to be so fun to kind of look back on uh about how you know the last two three years here's the other thing joe lacob gets credit for and it's it's the so many times and we talked about this with you know, years ago with clay thompson and the and the deal potentially for kevin love that didn't happen and and at that point you know joe lacob was maybe one of the people in the organization that was willing to do the deal and other people right. were willing to do the deal where Joe Lacob gets credit now is when Steph and Clay and Draymond and maybe even Andre Godala, who may or may not have been signed yet, go into the office and say, hey, we need veterans and this the young players and the development and the Kamingas yeah. and the Booties and the Wisemans, like this ain't it, Joe. Like we we could win a title, but if these three, four guys are not going to be a factor, we need to get a couple of guys in here that can be a factor. And for Joe Lacob to essentially, and, and I look, I don't I, I think this is true. I'm sure it'll be reported and it has maybe to a certain extent. I could totally see Joe Lacob looking at them and saying, Yeah, no, thank you for the input. We're not going to do that. And and he maybe values the next timeline or the Pool Wiseman uh, Kaminga Moody group maybe more than anybody else in the Bay Area. And so he said, No, we're going to try to right. We're going to try to set this off to the side and and win it. And I think we're good enough if we make some other moves for some other veteran players. And that hit. And now with the Warriors having another title in the bag, they've still got those three, four players. Poole bridged the gap. I mean, he's the player that played sure. now and is a major factor. But now you got Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody, who basically didn't play at all when it mattered this year. And they could be a factor for you. Like the two timeline thing is completely on Joe Lacob telling the three stars and maybe four Hall of Famers, no, we're not going to do that, fellas. And you know what? And and here's the thing about that. In order to do that, you got to have a big ego. You got to have, and you got to have, you got to have some guts. You really do. And it's funny because, it, you know, I what I say, you know, to like, you know, a lot of the warrior. If I told you so, the the I told you so crowd, sure, of of, of a small percentage of warrior fans. Uh what I what I like to say just to tweak them a little is. Hey man, Steph Clay and Draymond didn't think they could do it either. They didn't think they could win a title this year. So because they went to management and said, "We need help." And that in and of itself showed they didn't think they could do it with this young team. Now, that's where some special stuff comes in that Joe Lacob was able to say, "Thanks, but no thanks, guys." And like he doesn't lose any of those 3. There's no less of a commitment from those three. Right. It's just, he's, he was like, you know, no, uh, thanks. And and I go back to uh, a statement Joe Lacob made, I think it was before the season started, where they were asking him about player input, and he said a diplomatic thing. But if you know, you know Joe Lacob, every yeah. once in a while, every once in a while he hits you with that zinger that is very candid. And he said, you know, but, they're just players. 
he said of Steph, Draymond, and Clay, three three time champions. Right. And at one, you know, and he said, you know, yeah, I take their advice, but you know, they're they're just players, meaning I'm gonna be here long after they're gone. And that's what I gotta be beholden to. I mean, very impressive. It, incredibly impressive. And now it, it does set up the Warriors being in position where and we should probably give a nod to the veteran players that they did sign. No Otto, doubt. Otto Porter Jr. I put Gary Payton the second in that category because he is an older player. I know not necessarily right. a veteran in NBA experience, but uh I, I put him in the in the veteran category. Even a guy like Bielitsa, I think at times helped stabilize the Warriors. The key still to me is Wiggins and Poole because right. they, they were the two players in between the Porters and the Paytons and not the Steph, Clay, and Draymonds that, that made it go. Looney, I think, is in that in that middle ground as well. Veterans, glue guys that were that were around Igadala's leadership. It helped a lot, I thought, early in the season when they were 18 and two. He was playing a lot at that right. point when they were 18 and two. But I mean, they built this roster in a way where they had a little bit of everything, but we're still going to lean on the big three, but left the door open for players to evolve, players to develop. And so often when we talk about player development, we focus on Kaminga and Moody and, and Wiseman down the line. But Wiggins and Poole, the player development side, I think for those two guys was as big as as anything, uh, You know, not named Steph Curry and, and the Warriors getting right back to this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Exactly. And and now the other thing they can do is manage the future uh, a little more, uh, I guess, leniently or with more Patiently. looseness. Like like Steph, Dre and uh, Steph, Draymond and Clay. I mean, I could almost see a situation where they just say, you guys are playing 50 games a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I almost think they could. If, if I'm the Warriors at this point and I see the year they had and they won it as the number three seed, like I almost don't want Steph, Clay, and Draymond to all be healthy and play 75 games next year. I'd almost like, I, and this is maybe a subject for another they day. They could do it. As I long almost, as they're all healthy at the end and going yeah. to the playoffs, they showed they could do it. And a lot of teams show they can't do it. Yeah. And I'm wondering if there isn't, you know, we always laugh about light years. You know, they've put together the type of team where I'm wondering if they could somehow elongate those three guys' careers by just shortening all their every season yeah. from now on. You know, it's like we talk about this a lot. John Stockton, his minutes. He only played 30, 31 minutes a game. For his, you know what I mean? Yeah. His minutes were relatively low. Whatever. Exactly. So maybe that maybe the next evolution of this is you know, I, I load management, yes, but like a really sophisticated, long-term approach to the next, who knows, three to five years. Well, and and you got to be good enough to win enough in the sure. season to be able to pull that off. And I think that was something where the, the Warriors were were better at that this year than they had been in prior years. I think Pool it was a big part of that. I think Wiggins' ability to play is a big part of that. We've already said a lot about those guys. Just final thought here as we as we wrap it up. Uh, we talked about Steph at the beginning, but I mean, what can you say about about Steph Curry just just being the catalyst for 
all of this. Lacob gets his flowers. Everybody gets their flowers. But none of this happens without Steph Curry at the forefront of it all, from his temperament to his play to his leadership. I mean, it's just it's just an all-timer, man. We're, we're watching a, a living statue right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, it's, it's absolute greatness. It is something – there will never be another Steph Curry. Never, ever, ever, ever be another Steph Curry in the Bay Area. There, there can't be. Or he, anywhere. He, I, I I didn't want to go that far because you know I I'm just I just wanted to concentrate on on this area, but the the combination of the human and the basketball player is probably like that's the greatest combination I've ever seen, maybe in basketball history. The combination of player and human, I think he's that that's an area where he's the greatest of all time, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. No, no question. Well, Steiny, we'll call it on that note. Uh, really enjoyed doing this podcast with you throughout the, the course of the season. I think we will have one more at some point in the next week or two, just kind of talking about the offseason and, and what's next. So uh, we'll let you get ready for your show with Goo for Matt Steinmetz. I'm John cool, Good stuff. We'll talk to you later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.